Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about a smart ring that could detect a fever before you feel it, why there are no stars in moon landing photos, and why it stinks that honeybees have been documented using tools for the first time. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Smartwatches and fitness trackers aren't just for New Year's resolutions anymore. Researchers are recognizing their potential for diagnosing real health risks, from heart problems to viral infections. And now a proof-of-concept study has demonstrated that one popular wearable may be able to detect a wearer's fever before they feel it and prevent the spread of disease in the process. By the way, this is not a sponsored story. It's just science and technology. That's stuff we do, so here you go. The wearable I'm talking about is the Aura Smart Ring, which records users' heart rate, activity level, and temperature. And this isn't the first time it's made headlines. The NBA adopted the device in 2020 to keep tabs on players' health during the pandemic. Of course, athletic endorsements aren't evidence, so the company joined forces with the University of San Francisco on what they call the TEM Predict Study, a research project to see if the ring could help identify the onset of COVID-19. Fever is the first symptom the CDC lists for COVID-19. And for this reason, many businesses have implemented temperature checks before allowing people to enter. But spot-checking temperatures is imperfect for lots of reasons. Body temperature isn't standard. Some people run a little hot, while others run cold. Your temperature even fluctuates throughout the day. Aura says its users have a better baseline for their temperature because the ring monitors it continuously. More than 65,000 people have participated in the Tim Predict study, but this particular proof of concept focused on data from 50 of them. These individuals already owned Aura rings and contracted COVID-19 before joining the study. They gave researchers access to data from their rings and summaries of their symptoms from when they were sick. And after analyzing the data, the team found that the ring detected fever in about three quarters of these participants well before they reported having any symptoms. Now, this raises questions about how many COVID-19 cases are truly asymptomatic. The symptoms could be too mild for a patient to notice, but detectable by a wearable device. Researchers stress that this sample is too small to apply their findings to the whole population, but it's an encouraging start. The team hopes to eventually develop an algorithm that can alert infected people to self-quarantine earlier and help contain the virus. Similar studies are being done with Fitbit and Apple Watch devices, but those results are yet to be released. But who knows? Maybe that New Year's resolution purchase could be one way to end the pandemic for good. Cody, I don't think we've talked about your latest obsession. No, we haven't. People know we've been test-spinning Discovery+. Plus. And you know what's on Discovery Plus, Ashley? What? Mythbusters. Oh, I love it. Love it so much. It is like the greatest show ever made. It is the best show. It's I, like I can't stop watching it. <laughs> I know we sound like total shills right now, but I've, I've, I've loved that show since probably for 20 years now, I would say. Oh, my God. No, me too. I have visited a friend on spring break my sophomore year of college and we spent an entire day binge watching like seven hours of Mythbusters. And that's not an exaggeration. So good. <laughs> it's so good. And this was not a paid placement from Discovery Plus. I just wanted to talk about it because that's why we're going to do this next story. Right, because we do myth busting of our own all the time on Curiosity Daily. And here's one example. It's a classic clip that we've remastered just for you. Take a listen. 
All right, Ashley, I heard Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing. He did not. (laughs) (laughs) The moon landing happened. Get out of here. Prove it. Well, we like science and facts and reality and things that are true. But since not everyone's convinced that the moon landing was real, today we thought we'd explain a big centerpiece of the moon landing hoax conspiracy. Why there aren't any stars in the moon landing photos. Literally, it's just because the camera's settings weren't adjusted to capture them. Okay, so let's say you're taking a picture of a friend in really bright sunlight. You'd probably adjust your camera settings in two ways. First, you'd narrow the aperture. That keeps the light collecting area on the lens small to avoid letting in too much light. It's the same reason your pupils constrict in bright sunlight. You'd also speed up the shutter speed so the camera sensor would only let in light for a brief moment. If you wanted to take a picture of the same friend at night, you'd probably slow down the shutter speed and widen the aperture so you could let in enough light for a good shot. Okay, so back to the moon landing. What if your friend was illuminated at nighttime? Then you'd have to make a choice. If you wanted to include the stars in the sky, your friend would have to stand really still so the shot wouldn't come out blurry because of the slow shutter and wide aperture to let in enough light. If you kept the aperture small and the shutter speed fast, you'd capture a sharp, decently bright picture of your friend, but the sky would be dark because it wouldn't send enough light into the lens. Dark as in no stars. As in the moon landing. The sky on the moon is black as night not because it is night, but because there's no atmosphere to scatter the daylight the way ours does on Earth. There's actually just as much sunlight at midday on the moon as there is on our home planet, so the lunar surface is really bright. But the scenery on the moon was the most important thing to capture in those Apollo photographs, of course, so the camera was adjusted to make the most of the scene, and that's why the relatively dim stars didn't register in any of the shots. Sorry, conspiracy theorists. Myth busted. Absolutely. This next story is kind of big news. For the first time, scientists have documented honeybees using tools. Pretty cool, right? What kind of tool, you may ask? Maybe a stick or a leaf or a tiny pebble? I'm afraid not. The tool we're talking about is poop. It turns out that honeybees forage for animal poo and daub chunks of it on the entrance to their hives. And that leads you to ask why. Well, they do it to keep away a species of giant hornet that feasts on the vulnerable bees. The researchers say this smelly, no trespassing sign successfully repels the predators and keeps the bees safe from mass attacks. I mean, I know I'm not knocking on any doors that are smeared with feces. The official term for this behavior is fecal spotting, and it's never been documented in any honeybee species before. The researchers don't know what it is about the poopy smears that keeps the hornets away, and they don't understand why honeybees can stand the stuff when hornets can't. But whatever the case, this new discovery comes from Vietnam, where Wellesley College's Heather Matilla and her colleagues spent seven years studying interactions between honeybees and giant hornets. These guys are a relative of the infamous Asian giant hornet, also known as murder hornets. Beekeepers in the area had noticed that some sort of gunk would build up around a hive's entrance after a hornet attack, and they suspected the gunk was animal dung. So to make sure, the researchers did the obvious. They placed piles of animal poop near a few beehives and waited. Sure enough, they witnessed worker bees collecting bits of feces from the piles and bringing it back to decorate the hive entrance. They also saw the bees using poop from a nearby chicken coop, soap scum, and even human urine to get the stinky job done. Now, importantly, they found that the honeybees only resort to such crappy tricks when threatened by giant hornets. 
They didn't use the dung defense against smaller, less dangerous predators. While this seems to be a specialized behavior, it's not unusual. Like I said, the beekeepers knew about it. The researchers asked beekeepers who kept the same species of honeybee whether they saw the telltale turds at the entrances to their hives, and 63 of the 67 beekeepers said they had. So the next time you enjoy a spoonful of honey in your tea, take a second to be grateful for the evolutionary genius of this pretty gross behavior. And thank the worker bees who made it all possible. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. All right, well, let's recap what we learned today. Starting with the fact that the Aura Smart Ring has detected fever in some people before they even felt sick. And now researchers are hoping that they can develop an algorithm that can help tell people when to self-quarantine to help contain COVID-19. We only hope. If you like it, then why don't you put a ring on it and then not get COVID? That's <laughs> <laughs> if, you like, if you like not getting COVID, why don't you put a ring on it? And measure your fever. Boom! There you go. My Fitbit doesn't measure fever. Uh-oh. I feel cheated. Does it measure your steps? Of course. Of course it does. I don't believe that you really have one. What do you mean? Because I don't believe anyone has one of those things and doesn't constantly talk about how many steps they've taken that day. Cody, I remember... <laughs> When you first got hired at Curiosity, that was like one of the first things you said in socializing. And I had just gotten a Fitbit and I was like, who's this guy think he is? <laughs> That's an awful stereotype, but I knew at least a half a dozen people. And it was just like, well, I know how many steps I've taken. I better broadcast it to everyone I know every day. It was, it was very annoying. Please don't be that person. I mean, you're only in that phase for like the first three or four months and then you just get used to it. Like I hardly check my steps anymore. But my fiance, who got a Fitbit maybe three or four months ago, is constantly like he'll he'll open the app in the morning just to see how long he slept and everything. He's still very into it. So it's just, you know, different phases. Mm hmm. Well, we also learned there are no stars in moon landing photos because literally the camera was adjusted to capture the astronauts and not the stars. A narrow aperture and fast shutter speed will capture people at night, but not so much the stars in the background. Sorry, conspiracy theorists. And we learned that scientists documented honeybees using tools for the first time. And by tools, I mean poop. And yes, that counts as a tool because the definition of tool use is the employment of an unattached environmental object to alter more efficiently the form, position or condition of another object. So that's exactly what they're doing with poop. Poop is a tool. Now, you know. All right. And yeah, they're using this poop to make the entrances of their hives less hospitable to murder hornets. I know some scientists don't like the term murder hornets, but I do. So there. <laughs> I mean, it's the colloquial terminology, right? Like you can't you can't deny that's a thing, right? Headlines say murder hornets. News people say murder hornets. People say murder hornets. It's, you can't you can't just like erase that because you don't like it. So here we are. Fun fact, you can also scare people you don't like away by smearing poop around the entrance to your home. I'm guessing. We do not recommend that. Yeah, no, I, and I don't know. There's no scientific study that I'm aware of about that, but I, I'm just going to hypothesize right now that that might, that might work. Today's story is written by Steffi Drucker and Grant Curran and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. 
Share this story with your friends who think the moon landing was staged. It'll be really fun for you. And then join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.